Well, welcome to another wonderful episode of Unscripted Gaming. This is Postscripted, Garin Lagan. I have here Josh and Mike. Hello, What's gentlemen. good? Hi, everybody. So, uh, hope you enjoyed the Halloween episode. More spooks. We're back We're back to Garin Lagan, and yeah. we're back to episode uh, 13, 14, and yeah. 15. So, sorry for the uh, li little delay. I had a... Uh, unexpected knee surgery and have been uh, out of commission for a little while and this is like the first time I've actually come to my basement in a few weeks so uh, yeah. Don't yep. lie to them Josh, you were just trapped in a Murphy bed for three weeks. That's <laughs> what really I, I mean it's embarrassing. We just we couldn't find them you know. But it's it's true. We heard we could hear them but we just couldn't find them. But you know what? I was very lucky that I had some amazing anchor uh, battery packs to keep my phone alive so I could TikTok the night away. It was glorious. Let me tell you. Speaking of um you know whiling away time uh, with media and whatnot, I gotta say this this past summer and fall of like media consumption. Has been some of the best it's ever been. I, I am, oh. I am Are you spoiled. About how we're eaten? He is we, he is talking about the venerable Love Is Blind season three, just twists and turns, we, drama we all over the place. No, we have, we have to hijack this is uh, this current logout podcast because the, there there is we are feasting. I have I have given I have given the wife an ultimatum. She just uh -huh. she just finished the, the the most recent season of The Crown. Okay. She's got one week to start Andor start. with me. If she does yeah. not, I venture alone. I mean, I think that's fair. It's uh, in tomorrow, as of the recording of this episode. Tomorrow is the last episode of this season. So I'm you going to go feral. <laughs> I am. I'm a little. I'm a little sad. I wasn't able to watch it during my my bed rest and recovery, because uh, that would have been great for that. But um, ideal, yeah. It is, you know, just to get it out of the way, it is some of the best sci-fi I've seen in a long time, and I say this without trepidation. Like yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite sci-fi television show. But I am struggling to name something higher. I, I I am. I think it's hard pressed to say. It's like you kind of look. I, I look at the things that you have that have the Star Wars name on them. Mm-hmm. And I'm you, you. It's really good. It's and really it's better good. than just about any other piece of media that has the name Star Wars on. I do want it's to argue so with you. Yeah. I'm tempted to argue with you and say, like, Empire Strikes Back is that good. But Empire Strikes Back needs uh, a new hope to exist. And a new hope is good, but it's not Andor good. It's just not. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people kind of have, like, a, 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 like, there's a lot of reverence for that, for all that stuff. When mm -hmm. George Lucas is probably has less reverence for it than a lot of the fans do these days. 100%. Like, oh yeah, Absolutely. I just made this because I liked watching Flash Gordon when I was a kid. This is yeah. That. That's what this is. This is that, and that's it. Uh, so anyway, we're, we're talking about episodes 13, 14, and 15, and as always, there will be spoilers <laughs> abound. So if you have not watched the episodes yet, make sure you watch them first before you listen to our discussion about Gurren Lagann, the giant <laughs> robot anime we are talking about. Guys, I do, I do want to say, Cassie I do want to say, motherfucking Andor. There is a giant robot anime I'm also watching. It's uh, Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. And if you guys like giant robot animes after watching Garun Lagan, you should watch this one as well because it does something different. It is the first Gundam with an all-female pilot that I'm aware of. I'm pretty sure it is the first one, and it also starts off with them being in like. Uh, an open lesbian marriage, and it was like, finally Gundam, progressive Gundam. All right, we're, let's talk about a non-progressive show. Let's talk about Let the manliest. Women commit war crimes too. Thank it's a, you. it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Lizzo's been saying all summer. It's about damn time. That's what talking about. It's about damn time. <laughs> it's. <laughs> 
In a minute, I'm gonna need a female pilot to go out and kill some people. <laughs> Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss, Gundam. The fourth, the, the fourth, the forbidden fourth G. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm Josh, you gonna be okay? Let's my drink out. Oh my god. He's not gonna make it. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, let's talk about episode 13. The new Gundam is named Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to focus. I swear we have to at some point. What happened at the very beginning of the show, gentlemen? Um, it starts off with food. It, star it starts off with food, and it starts off with... According to my notes, everybody hungry. Once again, questionable framing shots of Yoko. I can't well, stress this enough. This show is so horny. I, um. I, two of my first notes. First off, I noticed that S Simone's voice had changed a little bit. You know, in his little awakening, he's yeah, kind of bit. pitched down a bit. Uh, but my two first notes after that are hormones and fubes. Fubes. <laughs> fubes. B W B S. Yep. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a lot. It's, you know what, at this point, I'm starting to become desensitized to it. It's just an annoyance that yeah, just Yeah, we already kind of talked about it. Just, like, just, yeah. just a reminder, just like, yep, still sucks. Yeah, that still sucks. Still just anime being anime, and... But let's talk about Nia. She 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 wants to do something on, on the Dai, Dai Gunzen, because she's like, I'm kind of an air, Which is now an airship. It just trucking along. Yeah. Wait, did they steal the air coil from the? Uh, isn't that this episode? They did I think that? yeah. Or this is the episode where it like. Okay, this is the episode. It, I, it, they're it, just it, a big flying ship on its way. Yes. Yeah, right now it's still walking, and they walk back to. Uh, we kind of skip this part. They walk back to Kamina's grave, and uh, that Simone. seemed very far. Wasn't that far? That is very far. Yeah, but they 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 make a point of it. They're like, yeah, we're just. We have to do this. We had to make a stop back there. And uh, I think that's why I, Josh pointed out, like, why Simone's voice got, like, deeper. I think it was to represent, at least to me, the way I read it, like, hey, he's finally moved on. He's said his piece. He's seen his bro one last time. And hopefully he he's clearly growing as a character. He's no longer pining for Big Bro. I thought that was kind of cool. The show's kind of cool sometimes. And, and 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 then Nia wants to do something on Daigunzen because she's not she's not participating. She's watching everyone else bust their ass, and she's like, "Well, I should do something." Simone says, "No, you shouldn't do anything. You're a princess. Your job is to like sit here, be pretty." She says, "No, I want to do something." And she remembers that, "Oh yeah, people like to eat food. I can cook food." And before she can actually cook a good meal that everyone can eat, because everyone's like thirsty for Nia's cooking. Uh, something happens. Um, I'm going to have to go to the wiki to refresh myself because uh, it's been like a week since I watched it. But something happens. Well, that's when uh, that's when all the flying ships start to come in and attack. Mm -hmm. um, and Die Gunton! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know... And it's very fabulous. Uh, site com uh, commander... Cytomander? Uh, Cytomander... Best, very fabulous. Best name of all the um, the generals, I think, or Saitomandre, whatever, something like that. Um, but yes, and then in this this scene where the Daigun, they start yeeting all the uh, allied gunmen into the sky to try and get them. I was like, you know what? Gurren Lagann is basically just Samus's power suit. First off, he uses a grapple drill. To like just jank onto something, and then he's like, "Oh hey, look, there's a flying engine. I'm just gonna take it and absorb it into my suit, and now it's a power that, that I sick. have." That was sick. That was really cool. As I said to Mike at the very beginning, whenever they encounter a problem, the the mech just gets bigger, <laughs> and now it can fly. Yeah, I thought this this I thought this like combat sequence with like the flight was actually like all really cool. Yeah. Uh, it gets kind of bad because they drop a fucking shit ton of 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. This is this fight is not going well. At one point, I said, uh, "R.I.P. Black Sisters." I thought they got toasted. Wow. Rip them again. Yes. Anime, just really being anime there. Yeah. Uh, Keaton is talking that mad shit on top of Doc Gunson. I thought that was funny. I think I like Keaton's gunman, the little star-looking thing, so much because its mouth is so obnoxious-looking whenever yeah, it talks. Yeah, great. I love his. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I think one that is... I think I've mentioned it, like, two episodes ago. One of my favorite little factoids about this mecha is the mouth moving in sync with the character's voice. I think that's great. I've, it's, it's, it's very it's wonderful. weird, and I forget about it every time until I'm like, oh, watching it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, but it is kind of, like, fun. <laughs> like, it's stylized, but I like it. Um, All right, so what happens Yoko with the... piloting in this episode, oh, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, because uh, inside the because uh, Rossi, big mouth. Yeah, Rossi is is under the weather, so Yoko is helping. And then right as the tide is starting to turn in this battle, uh, Yoko goes outside and is trying to shoot things with her gun. I'm like, Yoko, why are you outside? Stay in the gunmen. All Yoko know is big gun and go that's, bang. That's what she does. Even though she's inside of a mech, it's it's not big gun. Oh, Mike, you would have you might have noticed this or at least appreciated it when she's inside the big mouth part, the uh the Gurren part of Gurren Lagan, and she powers up. It forms a little Yoko symbol across all the power yep. uh, the yeah. visual displays. It's reading her fighting spirit. Her fighting spirit has a little skull hair barrette. It's adorable. It's cute. Yeah, because it doesn't do like the common logo. It does like. Never forget that. That was, <laughs> I love that. The anti Kamina logo that appeared across the screen. God, did it just... it's just like, eh, not Kamina. <laughs> eh. <laughs> then I, 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 we got we got Viral coming in um, to the fight now, trying to find Kamina and finding out that um, Kamina dead, and Viral is big mad about this. Viral's so goddamn stupid. <laughs> I, I have, this is the Viral dumb arc. V Viral didn't know that when him and the other commander split Gorin in half, that they killed the pilot. They're they're like, what? He actually died. His actual words are like, "You're telling me he died to that?" Like, yes, that wasn't your intent. What did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> he's great. God, except he's also so dumb. I, I just I love I love that he's so just like dumb and dumb, dumb. big dumb he, big he, dumb guy. He's so pissed that he's realized the last like four battles he's lost was against Simone and not Kamina, because he didn't know this entire time Kamina's dead. Yeah, yeah. Viral big stupid. Viral is the uh, Cyril Karn of Gurren Ah, uh, ooh, ooh, yes. Actually, he yeah, really, yes. in a lot of ways, just like the. No, no, stop, stop. I'm not saying a thing. If you know, you know. If you know, it, yes. Uh, did you guys notice the shape of Dai Guntan? He he's got that. It's got like a big humanoid shape for the landing strips. Mm -hmm. So like the landing strips are arms, legs. I like that. It's small little details like that. I truly like. Okay, sorry. Uh, back back to the actual air battle where uh everyone is getting uh. Die Gunzen. Jeez, I gotta remember these names. Uh, getting lit up. It's bad. Yeah, it's they lost. They lose all their main turrets. They lose all their anti-air turrets. Uh, the actual front of the ship gets attacked, and I do believe. Uh, what else? I don't think they lose any mecha units, but Yoko falls out of Die. Uh, not die. Uh, Gurren Lagan, and they're falling through the air, and Simone has to like risk life and limb to save her because she was trying to get outside of the mech to start shooting at people, which is dumb in his own right. And that's when they fight Viral, and that's when they fight the second big bad. What is it, Saitomander? Saitomandra. Oh, what's the name of his uh, mecha? Uh, oh, Shuzak. Shuzak. Well, I also love that before Shuzak gets involved, that. Viral and Gurren Lagan start fighting and are just absolutely destroying the inside of oh, the big yeah. battleship. And it's they're like, like Viral, what, what are you doing here? 
Vero, baby, you are gonna fuck this ship up in your rage. Come on. He's doing the team's work for him. Uh, Vero, Vero gets his comeuppance later. Stay tuned. Uh, Vero's the low-key MVP of Team Digeran. It really is. Uh, is this the episode where Shuzak gets got? No, that's no. the next one. Yeah, spoiler alert, that's the next episode. This one, I think they just fend off. Uh... Yeah, we have a we have a little OC um, Gurren, uh, Dai Gurren moment where just he kind of trucks everything. They get out of the ship, and everybody grabs a flying device because, you know, that's just how this world works. So <laughs> Gurren Lagan did it, so everybody else is going to just grab a flying engine real quick. So Can't have nothing in, uh, you know earth these days first it's your you know your catalytic converter then it's uh your you know flight core okay so yeah the, the wiki just reminded me how it end how it ends die gurin uh runs up the side of a plateau like sonic <laughs> yeah. the fucking hedgehog yeah. and they say initiate it and Ooh. my man senpai taught maksu hurricane kicks <laughs> uh, uh, die Gunzen, just wham, and then the other kick slam, and they, yeah, that was a hurricane kick. Am I mistaken in that? That's exactly what it looked like to me. That rocks, and that worked. And they they knock it away, and they take the uh, the levisphere, they call it the the floating device. So now Die Gurin can fly. They fly now. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Also, one weird mo after all this, we we get a couple little you know calming down from the storm moments where um, Yoko just tells Simone, you know, I had a crush on Kamina, right? And it's just like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like. Okay, I, I, I rewatched that scene three times because I had the same question. And she sees Kamina in Simone now. Because Simone saved her. And Simone went back and piloted Gurren Lagan by himself, which they've covered in the show requires so much fighting energy, so much fighting spirit, it, spirit, it typically takes two pilots. But the fact that Simone had so much fighting spirit, he did it himself, shows to Yoko that she, that he has just as much as Kamina and possibly more. And so she sees Kamina in um, Simone. And I thought that was, you know, young love speaking. That's actually kind of cute, more than anything. It's, it's really kind of innocent. And that's why she said, did you know I had a crush on him? But unless like she's like, but unless she's going there, like you know what? And now I'm ready to take you to Pound Town, like because you are, God damn it, Josh! You're, you're like Daddy Kamina, like what the fuck is the like? It's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, another mecha trope, ding. Uh, problematic age gaps. They're back, folks. Okay, so Simone, even though he's short, actually 14. Yoko, 14. Uh, Kamina, 18. Uh, I think the scales have rebalanced a tiny yeah. bit. Yoko and, Simone, though... Yoko and Simone, not actually problematic in terms of, like, just teen love. Like, yeah, that not one's... that they are... That, not, not that she is necessarily, like, saying, oh, oh, Daddy Simone, you are the one now, but, like... No, it's uh, cute. Also, also see Rossio, Simone love wise has he's got a, has he's a got thing his, for Nia. yeah he's got his thing now. Uh, Rossi shitting his absolute guts out because uh, turns out Nia's food is god awful and making everybody sick except Simone and Pua. Yeah, who I said uh, Nia, guess anything is good when you've lived underground. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to my other note. Buta just go ahead and climbs into Yoko's cleavage and just stays there for like half of the episode. Completely forgot about that. Now I think Buta, I previously established that Buta was a little freak. And, Buta uh, is peak little freak. He's an absolute <laughs> little freako. And continues to be so. I like Buta. He's so great. I don't think he's a true. He's not a nasty little guy. 
No. Be clear. I think he's a little freak. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I I like the differentiation there. I think if you if if, if he was like even like a touch nastier though, we'd have to we'd be close to like full on salacious crop territory. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, just, just to like keep track of. No, Buta gives some fighting spirit. He's okay. I like Buta. Hey, his tail his tail guy. saved the day one day, so you know. Yeah. He did rip off his ass and give it to Carmen and Simone to eat. Like, look, you can't just like you know, it's twenty twenty two, things are different these days. You can't just like jump at me and be like, eat my ass. I'm like, no, thank you. That's not how this works. Does it make you feel better it grew back? I guess pig moles sort of. have Regenerating asses? I'm not trying to eat, eat pig mole ass, man. But I, to, it, it, How do you know hey, it got it. them to win the battle. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, gave it gave them a lot of fighting like, spirit. Oink, 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 oink. You know, <laughs> things I would do for fighting spirit, I guess. Oh God. Um, but you guys we want to talk about the uh, we get one. The, yeah, we get one little uh, little ooh, snippet yeah, here with the drop. with the uh, with the Spiral King and Viral who uh, gets summoned to his chambers for uh, mm -hmm. little. Little, little, little tongue lashing there. Spiral King. Spiral. Spiral Spiral. The Viral Spiral. Yeah. The Spiral King is uh, not too happy, and Viral's asking about if, if humans really are inferior, inferior to Beastmen. To which uh, the, the Spiral King's like, no, fuck you. You guys are actually no, the inferior ones, is. you dumbasses. Yeah, you guys have to sleep once every, like, ten years for how long? Uh, just to be able to live. Like, humans don't have to do that. <laughs> you, are, you are imperfect beings, and you are idiots. Yeah, you're, yeah, so... Kind of dumb. And then he does, like, the little... And, you know, we get our taste of, like, the Spiral King doing, like, his little spiral magic. Because he, like, pulls out his hand and, like... Uh, that seems bad. Uh, that's not foreboding that's, at all. That's kind of cool, though. It's it's a it's that tip off. Like, look, Simone and Kamina aren't the only ones that could do that. Yeah. Spiral King has spiral powers, whatever that is. All right, that. Let, let's go to episode fourteen, which is a banger. Damn, this one's a banger. That they, they, they it just starts out fighting. I I remember in the episode, it's just like they just go into it. They're they're fighting. They're in a battle. Um, oh wait, this is the episode where they visit Kamina's. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they they. No, is this the episode where they visit Kamina's Kamina's barrel, or was it the one before? I think it looks like it was this one. Okay, yeah. Is this the one where his voice gets deeper? Then I, I thought it got deeper at the burial, or was Josh right and it was the episode before? Either way, one of us is right. Josh, I'm gonna give it to you. You're, you're probably right. Aha. Aha. But yeah, I, I, I think it's like they're just immediately constantly fighting uh, Dai Gunzen or because they keep doing like they keep attacking the Royal City, which is that giant spiral location, Teplin. Yeah, I think they, uh, I think they say like in the beginning there's like a little text that this is like the Battle of Teplin Day Six. Which you know, very bold of an anime to just say, by the way, while you weren't watching, they were just fighting for a week straight. It's like Maybe show don't tell. I'm not sure. I, I'm not an expert at this. I would have loved to see some of that, but I get it. You got 26 episodes. Work with what you got. And, and I think it, the episode like makes it very clear. Like they're running out of resources. They're running out of time. They're kind of losing because you know it's one battleship versus an entire capital city or whatnot. But. You know, the, our our team Daigurin, the ever loving scamps, are still like, you know what? Let's load up everybody. Let's go on the offensive once again. Fucking yeet everybody into the sky. Let's go. They they didn't show it, but everyone now has like I think you said those flight engines on the back yep. of their mecha now. That was cool looking. Just just watching them kind of launch off as they're thrown into the sky. It's. It reminds me of some old Gundam, the old launch sequences that old Gundam shows would have. Yeah, I love that. It reminds me of shooting like, out of the uh, arms of White Base. Just yes, that's yep. so cool looking. This is different, but it's still 
it's still got that like flavor to it. Yep. It's still got that feel. Plus, uh, Team Black, uh, the, the Black Sisters, uh, they're in uh, Gunman now. Uh, one of them is in that creepy Gunman with the tiny arms <laughs> with the guns on it. That, that that weird little freak just absolutely love it. And then they they that, that is a giant freak of a Gunman. <laughs> then of course they yeah, do their own little they do their the own show, little combining. Large freaks. It's rare that you have something so large that is also so freaky. Because <laughs> so, usually, like the freak, the freakiness increases as your size decreases. So it's rare to have like large and also freak, Fr peak freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Josh was saying, they combine like the one turns <clears throat> into a sword and shield for Keton's star, like Starman, that Rice Star looking gun gunman. I almost took Gundam. I'm I'm gonna slip up. Gunman Gundam, it's right there. And then we've got the cannon oh. just, you know, conspicuously between the legs. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards. <laughs> this show is very much manly manliness, manly, uh, man, masculinity manliness. Text. 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 Phallic object. Text. Bold text. Bold text. Bold text. They're they're all fighting and then they're firing and they're does the spiral king deploy like a bunch yeah, there's of those gunmen out of the Teplin? The 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 Which is like this big spiral thing. Yeah, that and that that is launching the two the two different um, you know fortress gunmen that we see coming out and that's right um, we have the flying one and then we have the little armadillo one but out of the flying one are just like thousands of flying you know attack gunmen that are doing the old gundam just draw a big circle to represent the explosion because literally we're implying thousands of these are exploding at one time yes oh die gundo the little armadillo looking yeah, Giant gun, uh, Gunman Fortress. The Beyblade guy. <laughs> yeah, <Letterer? laughs> yes! <laughs> and uh, when I start losing there, uh, a giant force appears behind uh, Dai... Dai... Gun? What, what, what is the name of the team? Ah, there's so many Dai's. Dai Gurren. Dai Gurren. Yeah, Dai Gurren. Yeah, wow, I couldn't think of that. Behind Daigurin is a bunch of other people uh, that all have the, their Kamina analogs, a uh, bunch of other humans, and they all took over fortresses. Which, again, I want to bring up, as I brought up like in the second episode, how absurd is it that Kamina was the only human on Earth that actually thought of this idea and inspired everyone else to do it? Like, wait a minute! We could just fight back! <laughs> this, is, this is like the end of Independence Day when they're like... Oh, we figured out how to beat him. Spread the word. Oh my god, guys, we could just steal the gunman. Everybody everybody around the earth, just do it. Unironically, that's what happens. This is like how stupid people who buy social media websites got rich by thinking of a website at a time when like money was free. Yeah. And just being the first guy who did that. The dot-com boom. Yeah. Kamina is the dot-com boom of, hey, what if we just took their max? Also, though, can we just appreciate... God, that's so true! <laughs> can we just appreciate, though, that all of the, the random new humans that are coming up, the artists are just like, you know what? They're all in the same fucking gun. Like, it's all the same. They're just all in cannon, fodder, all that cannon fodder gunmen. They're all in that big blue one. It's not as big as Daigurin, but it's they're still decently sized livable ships and uh they uh they start tr fighting they start winning and then gundo does with die uh die gundo does what die gundo does and it starts spinning because the freak little armadillo and it starts spinning he's and that so like crafty and, and tricky and it creates that big, like, rotating spiral shield around the whole thing. That's cool. That's not nice. And not just Daigundo, but uh, the entire city of Teppelin is in encased in this um, the shield that is being created. Yeah, does, uh, 
help me out, does Simon end up killing Cytomander? I, I remember, like, noting, like, Cytomander, like, dies unceremoniously during this battle. He... It just kind of happens. Well, so they... I think they they basically crash Cytomandra and his ship into Daigundo, and they, like, think that they got... They, you know, they got a little... That's little, right. They got a little BOGO action there. Buy one, get one. Um, but, in fact, Daigundo was absolutely unharmed in that, that encounter. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's right. Simon took out the other Dai Gunzen ship and smashes it in, and I, that's how they kill Cytomander. I'm like, wow, this show really is trying to rush this. There is no epic boss battle. They're like, nah, circumstantial death. It's fine, whatever. But it doesn't work because uh, Dai Gundo was spinning, and, and the, sp the spiral energy, ladies and gentlemen, it, it's powerful. But then Simon does something, and he, like, Drills underground with uh, Gurren Lagan. Simone be drilling. I know this is just a good like classic kind of. It's like it's a good callback. We're, we're drilling again. We're drilling. Yep. Yeah, my 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 drill is the one that'll pierce the heavens, and here we go. Um, which we you know he, he drills into Daigundo and but, like reverses the spin. But Daigundo does give a little assistance because at first it appears that Gurren Lagan is not going to have enough power to get through and Daigundo pushes him back down into the ground, but that gives him just enough to, you know, pierce through, you know? Just uh, a little, uh, little uh, oh, just uh, get the rest of the way. Oh, Lord have mercy. He, <laughs> he be piercing, baby. I should call her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, Is this the episode that had, like, like or was this was it this episode or the one before where it was like the scenes where Simone was talking about how like common like he could only go forward because of Kamina's like encouragement. Um, I, it might have been the last episode. Um, and then Kamina telling I think was telling Yoko about how the only reason he was able to go keep going when they were lost in the tunnels that one time mm. was because Simone was so good at like. Drilling that, and, and finding a way to like get make it work. I think that was episode uh, ten where uh, Kamina like confides in Yoko like I'm nothing without Simone. That, that yeah, kind of thing. I think because I think there's but like I think there's callback yeah they they talk here, which I thought I thought was really I, I think I really they talk about it in this like. episode. I think you're right, but they do bring that up again, and he just mentions it like you know we we kind of we did this together, and you know I didn't really realize it at the time, but. We need, you know, he he encouraged me. I encouraged him, and I, you know, I, basically he's saying I understood what Kamina was saying when he said, "Believe in the me that believes in you," because the me that believes in you believes in you because you led me more than you realize. Yeah, yeah. He says that to Rossio when Rossio is unsure if they're able to actually do it. He tells Rossio to believe in the me that believes in Rossio. Yep. That. That's a great call, but he's becoming his big bro. Yep. It's, I think it's starting to work on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's starting to do something to me. It's so good! It's that brotherly love type of thing. It's so fucking good. But, uh, yeah, the, the drill pierces through, and, and our little our little armadillo freak uh, realizes he's been defeated, but he's he's like basically like, Oh, Spiral King Daddy, did I, did I do good? I'm still spinning, even though I'm spinning I'm the wrong spin way. <laughs> He explodes in a blood splatter too. Yep. Like that scene's violent. <laughs> he gets he gets atomized. <laughs> Red fist. Exactly. I was like, oh shit! This they didn't hold back on that one. Did they? <laughs> he really did get pierced by a giant drill and explode. Good for him. good for him. Yeah. You know what? Live your best life. Live your best life. And awesome the battle. Goals. Battle still isn't over yet, cause uh, when Teppelin stops spinning, they start seeing pieces of Teppelin, the big royal city start falling down, and even more gunmen start falling out of it, and then it reveals Teppelin itself. Has this whole time been a giant gunman? It's a phase! Mike, how surprised <laughs> were you to find out that the, the capital city was actually a gunman all along? Uh, I was like, I'm surprised it looks like that, but also, I am not surprised at all. 
<laughs> it was very big. It, that's a that's a big boy. Kind of yeah. horrifying looking if you think about it in the right light. Like you think this it's entire got that time. Big hammer, like. Yeah, yeah. He could be smashing. Right, that's episode fourteen. Goes straight to episode fifteen. Which we which... we we basically this is like the first time where there's not like much difference between the you know there's not like a, any sort of time gap between the episode. It's basically scene from episode fourteen right into you know the same scene from episode fifteen. Shit from Teppelin is falling off, and we are we are still in the battle here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I like Simone's idea. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna activate Giga Drill Break on them, and do what we've done in every single battle. And this time, though, <laughs> it's it's absolutely gonna work the first time. It abs it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. The the uh, what is the name of Teplin? I think it's just called Teplin. Yeah, Teplin. It just like flicks flicks him away I because it's a like thousand story tall. Yeah, <laughs> robot. I do love I do love the the Spiral Kings like. Uh, command chamber. You know, he's basically got his throne room there at the top of Teppelin, and, you know, he's not in a traditional, like, pilot of a gunman sense, but he still has control over this entire city, so he's just sitting there, you know, doing his little Spiral King lean, and Vina's like, mm, pathetic bitch, and flicks Gurren away. I like that. Very anime villain. Love a good anime villain. Uh, what was it? The, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention last episode. Uh, we forgot to mention, rather. Um, yeah, all, all those, all those people from before, uh, all those humans before with all their other, uh, small little battleships, half of them died because they just kind of sacrificed themselves to try to penetrate that spinning shield. So there's half of them left. They got that boom, boom, pow. They, they got that, uh... They got that suicidal energy. Is what they have. Yeah. would be proud. The damn straight, absolutely. Uh, but the other half of them start like attacking the left side of Teppelin, while on the right side, Team Daigerin, who you know is going to live, because you know one, they're a different color; two, they're the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, cannon fodder. This way, us, we're going this way. <laughs> and on the right side, they penetrate, and Gurren Lagan goes into the royal chamber. And uh, Simone, and I think it is Rossio also in there, they get to look upon the Spiral King. And. He's got the Ganondorf build. Well, don't. Don't forget He's before before bill, we yeah. before we go go pen before we penetrate, uh, Gurren Lagann does go back real quick to pick up Nia, and he takes Nia in with him. He, she's oh, like, yeah. I want to I want to confront this motherfucker. So she gets into uh, the. I love that shot of uh, Daigurin's like a uh, bridge opening up, and you see that shot of just. Gurren Lagan extending its hand out to grab Nia. That was such a wonderfully framed little piece of animation. Just the way they uh, separated the animation for the hand, the individual arms and joints. I love a good mecha anime that takes the thoughts into account of how a mecha would move that way. And I thought that was really, really cool. Alright, I'm sorry. I'm geeking out at that specific scene in action. It looked dope to me. But yes, Nia is inside uh, Garin Lagan when they go to the royal chamber. For all the good that does, she she just wants to give the Spiral King a piece of her mind. And uh, yeah, they start talking to the Spiral King. He's like, "Oh yeah, you, how you doing?" <laughs> What's up, bitches? Yeah, he's he's a not a good dad. No, he's no, not. I but uh, I also, I love uh, Garin Lagan. Um, not Garin Lagan. when it is, uh, you know basically exploding to create a cool little effect they the spine of the ship separates from the uh proboscis you know up the front there and just falls oh, the with, yeah that leaves leaves its dick and balls behind but falls with his like pelvis spine out of the sky i, I yeah i like how it's actually bones <laughs> oh that's right i forgot we didn't 
We didn't mention how they penetrated into the Spiral King's chamber. Garin Lagad didn't just get in there. He's riding on top of the knife point of the dick, and that shoots off in two! <laughs> A, du uh -huh. a, du a double a double <laughs> penetration, if you will. Some people talking subtext. I'm all my homies talking text. <laughs> Big, bold, throbbing text. This we're talking like Reader's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the level we're talking about. Here. We are going to fuck the spiral king. <laughs> Okay, that's all they got in there. I forgot about that part. That part actually re-had me rolling. This is like the third time I rewatched this series, and that part always catches me off guard. Well, I don't want to jump ahead, but Spiral King's really going to learn what it means to have your back blown out if you, you catch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Spiral King uh, challenges Simone to a fight, or whoop, Simone whoop. challenges them to a fight. Whoop. But the first, we the mini boss. Yeah, we got the mini boss. Was, oh yeah, the Viral. We got Viral's back. Viral, who is now have you know has his um, undying powers as he so proclaims that the the Spiral King has granted him, and he comes chopping that at. That sounds like something the Spiral King told him to get him to shut up. Yep, and he comes that sounds fake. He comes with his General Grievous arms, just fucking four swords swinging, and gets absolutely bodied with absolutely no effort by um, Simone at, like, he just doesn't even fight him. Like, it's not even no, a challenge. It's, 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 yeah, it's like, it's so funny. I like Viral like, saying like one of these uh, screen caps from the wiki summary just reminding myself of this. This straight up looks like a Viral's neck making like the uh, the Napa face. <laughs> the Napa face. Like do you guys. Know what yeah. I'm <laughs> yes, I know exactly. <laughs> it's getting what obliterated. Uh, yeah, that's it's, it's I'll, I'll post the picture here just because. And then and then the best part is while while Viral is down being like. Spiral Daddy, why? What is happening? <laughs> He's like, bitch! I didn't make you immortal so that you could kill this fucking human bitch. <laughs> I did it so you could tell everybody how fucking big my dick is for the <laughs> remainder of time. <laughs> oh, that, imagine see, finding out. That's, that's <laughs> alpha mindset right there. That, that is super sigma grindset. <laughs> <laughs> I made you immortal so that you could tell everybody how great I am. <laughs> Bitch, you got bodied. You're going to watch me clown on these fools, and then you're going to tell everybody for the rest of eternity how fucking baller I am. How long it was, the girth, the maximum impact of it. It's like... Spiral King just calling his shot. <laughs> and Viral's just, Viral's just laying there in that picture that Mike just posted like, I cannot believe what is happening to me right now. I really... That is, that is his comeuppance. Viral, imagine... Big, big Mad does not pay off. No, no, he spent this entire series getting his shit kicked in. If anything, Killing Kamino was the worst thing to happen to Fear. If anything, Gurren is a story about don't hold a grudge because somebody will make you immortal and make you be their bitch for the rest of your life if you hold a grudge too long. Imagine, like, that. that is the ultimate monkey's paw. You want body immortality. But they give it to you. It's like, no, I, di I didn't actually do it to make you better at anything. You're doing it just to tell people how great just, I am. I just want to, like, again, reiterate how badly <laughs> Viral just gets absolutely whipped. Punked. Like, just. Okay, exhibit A is Viral's mech. Exhibit B is uh, Nappa seconds away from immolation. I just want to look at these two photos. <laughs> I I love the Viral pick because he's he's got no arms. His little head crest thing is just cave the fucking. His eyes are looking wall-eyed everywhere. It's not going well. He can't even stand up. And that's after like a one-minute fight. After one minute, you looking like that? Tap out. Get out of there. You're done. Throw in the towel. And that is that is the face his mech is making as Spiral King tells him why he's immortal. It's just, <laughs> he's beat up, 
got no girlfriend, got no Kamina, got no mech, and now you live forever for, for the dumbest reason. Oh, I love it. The per perfect Viral comeuppance. Oh, and then there's this picture from the wiki that I'll post in chat of Viral's face as he realizes his fate is technically a fate worse than death. <laughs> God, I love it. Okay. After... After Spiral King delivers that epic piece of uh, news to Viral, he uh, he gets out his own mech, which which, which is Simone so cool. calls a Gurren Lagann type, which apparently yes. now that is a class of mech. Even though Gurren Lagann is the combination of two unrelated gunmen, but now it is a Gurren Lagann type. I I they said this previously in the episode. They said. We're detecting two Gurren Lagann energy signatures. One of them is inside Teplin. Yep. And then he activates uh, his mech, Lazga, uh, La 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 Lazungan or Lazungan. Yes. Uh, oh, I take those when I throw the sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gurren Lagann. Uh, I told Mike this. It just means crimson face. Lazangan means something face. Oh, uh, I just looked it up. Spiral face. Which makes sense. He's the spiral king. Also, like, the scary tail thing he has is, like, very cool. That is so cool. The entire mech is cool. You could buy models of that specific mech. The, uh, I totally would. Little, little horn piece there, too. Digging that. Digging that. Little, little chin action. It's it's good. It's a good, it's a good mech. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like middle face. It's got just a bunch of sharp teeth. Unlike the, uh, unlike Gurren for Gurren Lagan, it's got the, like, four little fangs, which are really cute. This one is just all razor-sharp, like, pointed teeth going across its little faceplate. It's dope-looking! And, uh, it also shoots out spiral, uh, spiral drills. It also shoots out drills. And the Spiral King, like, teases Simone and says you're not the only one with this power or something like that. Or he also says, you don't know what you're doing with this power. I'm saving humanity. You're the bad guys. And, and that's when they get into a fight. And honestly, Spiral King starts beating yep. Gurren Lagan's yeah, ass. Well, first, well, first, you know, it, it, we're doing okay. And then, and then Simone throws the, uh, the little, I'm gonna, I'm gonna snag you with the, uh, the glasses and then I'm gonna giga drill and then he giga drills and uh, Lazungan La fucking eats the drill and then the ass whooping of Gurren Lagan commences. Bites it off, doesn't he? Yeah, he just bites that dick off, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rossio can't believe it. He's like, wait, they could do that? They could just bite the yeah, drills? They, they could just not get drilled? Drills? And. Yes, because Spyro uh, Lazingun has drill energy. Of course it can. That that's so cool. You know, you know, the ass beating continues. Does I forget what um, Simone and Rossi do, but they do something to the point where Spiral King gets out of his mech. The, the, uh, I forget what the exact fight transitions to. I'm gonna well, have to. first, oh. I think I think they try and actually combine with Lazungan. Like they basically send Lagan out to try and take control of Lazungan, and that you know he, that doesn't really work, and they're separated. And then I think that's when um, the. Oh, they try a reverse uh, drill break uh, because after they like uh, the head part of Gurren Lagan, the Lagan part flies off, yep. and uh, he starts making fun of him, saying like, "You're just a Lagan. I am the full set. You're not gonna beat." And so, Spiral King turns into a massive drill, and then Lagan turns into a massive drill. And through the power of fighting spirit, our little login drills up through, and that's where Spiral King says, "All right, I knew it was gonna have to be me." Yeah, I just have, and he like I just have to fucking gets get out, out of his mech I, with this with all scary. this like all this energy just flowing about. He gets out, just do do do, motherfucker, punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he opens up login and just punches him. <laughs> Again, like the Ganondorf approach. It's like yeah. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go in there. 
I, I, I very much the meme of Dr. Livesey, if you saw that meme, the walking meme. It was very much that sort of energy as he's walking down the drill. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> got, oh it's like the TikTok of the guy like walking to the punching machine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we have we have the Spiral King and Simone and Logon like locked in in arms, and the Spiral King just has power like emitting from him, and he rips Logan's arms also off. Also, the Spiral chest hair, very funny, good. Touch. Fucking, mm -hmm. just love it. Peak Zangief, just perfect. It really Actually, yes. Like Zangief yeah. and Bluto from uh, Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post this image of, like, seconds before Spiral Kick punches the fuck out of Simone. It's so good! <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Simone really the way he just, eyes. The oh, way he's, he's so just, scary. like, standing there over Simone, like, after he thinks he's beating him and his hair is on fire, and, he, you know, he's telling him about the time when... Somebody almost beat, you know, somebody came at him once centuries ago and, you know, fucking showed him what for. And he's like, you did it again, but you're you're not enough, you little bitch. Mm hmm. He, he, he's talking that mad stuff. And I, I want to note something. All the beast men are supposed to be like a cross between like an animal and a human. Spiral King just looks like a person. He looks like a big beefy yeah, person. I still, ha I imagine some answers are because I saw some questions as far as like. But I think they do. Okay, but so I think a lot of that stuff is still to come. Yes, but I also believe yeah, that like, early on that they do imply that Spiral King is a human. Like, um, they they talk about it early on and they say like you know he is the creator of the Beastmen. He is like the only human allowed on the surface kind of thing because he controls everything. So they do talk about that early on. Briefly. Very briefly. Yes. And, uh... So, Simone's about to die. Like, he beats the... He beats him out of Logan. Uh, Logan... He rips off Logan's arms. Simone is going to die. And right before Spiral King actually, like, kills this 14-year-old boy... Uh, Simone, like, takes his little core drill thing that he uses to turn on Logan, and he punches Ooh. it into the Spiral King's chest, and that freaks the Spiral King out. He's like, is that the core drill? <laughs> what? <laughs> you Nani? <laughs> and, uh, I forget what Simone actually says. He says some, like, anime one-liner that is escaping me. But he, like, turns on the core drill. And just to show how much energy those core drills have, it just blows a hole into the Spiral King's back and chest. And there... There's, like, a three-foot hole. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You what? <laughs> that, that looks perfect on the Discord. He, he just blows a hole through the Spiral King's chest, and he's dead. He's going to die. That there's, it's over. But uh, he talks to Simone. He he says something. Do you remember the sentence he said to uh, him, Mike? Yes, it. I've got it here on the the wiki. But this was we've got our. Uh, you know, I Ray knows specifically that I love I love this as the DM for our campaign. We have an ominous foretelling of yeah, uh, bad things to come. Uh, mm -hmm. Where they say when the land fills with one million apes, rude. You can't say that. <laughs> That's kind of you can't really say that, my guy. Uh, the moon will become hell's messenger and eliminate the world of the spiral. That's cool. So that I'm not quite sure what to make of that. That seems interesting. I love it. Like, we're kind of done with like the Beastmen at this point, I'm assuming, because like... Spiral, Spiral King's King, not going to wake so any more of, of them up. He can't. He, he falls off the building and dies. He falls off a Teppelin and yeah. dies! Building is... Uh, yeah, it's underground, <laughs> folks. <laughs> he, fall, he falls out of the stratosphere and dies! It's like, what if you turned Ohio on its side and he, <laughs> and he fell off of that? That's what he fell off. <laughs> um, and, and 
that's it. I think the show, uh, not the show, the, I think the episode just like ends. Is there anything after that part? I mean, because it's kind of like saying like there's a little bit of like, you know, hey, we've we've captured the city, like we did it kind of stuff. But uh, again, like the ominous message kind of hanging there from the Spiral King. And the, again, I, uh, I, I'm a sucker for, you know, future portends and spooky messages about what may happen in the future so I'm very curious to see like what kind of goes from here because I think these this these episodes I think were my favorite out of the bunch that we've watched so far oh yeah so I'm really excited to see like where we go from here uh, I think it's just because it was back to back to back constant action yeah these very- were some really good action set piece ones too the um Okay, so the next episode, I looked ahead, and I got reminded, like, oh, yeah, this part I do remember. Okay, I have to warn you. It is a clip show episode, but they do some special things with it, so you have to watch it. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I, it's But it's different than the first clip show episode that did... Okay. I think this is technically their third cli- <laughs> clip show episode. Listen, Gorilla God had a troubled production history. <laughs> I'm not going to say every episode's a banger. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say every episode's a banger. But yes, episode 16 is definitely needed to be watched to continue the series. They do some special things with it. Just just watch ahead. All right, look. Uh-oh. Josh has disappeared. Quick. We, we should talk about Andor. <laughs> Bro. Like, if you... Uh... I, real quick, before we talk about Andor, while we're waiting for Josh to get back, if you guys are also watching other anime while you're watching Garin Lagan, you should watch Chainsaw Man. Shut up, Mike. It's so goddamn good. Damn, is it good. I know what you're thinking right now. What is Chainsaw Man? What does this have to do with Mecha? Nothing. If you want to watch a, a comedy horror anime about someone that ch- turns into a monster that has a chainsaw on their head and a chainsaw in each of their arms and the wild misadventures that this person goes on (laughs) you you will find no better type of like don't watch it if you're not in horror I will say this it does get extremely dark like really really bloody and dark Mike one day you will have to watch it and I've I've read the entire manga so good and I'm watching the anime and it's so great reliving a a lot of these moments and seeing them in animation action because there's a lot of framing being done to it but yes uh, highly advised alright sorry on to Andor Watch 2022 (laughs) we're feasting that's all that's that's all I need to say go watch it the extent to which we have been feasting if you dig far enough back in this podcast feed if you're listening to this you'll find a delirious sad heartbroken Mike and Ray podcast <laughs> about the rise of Skywalker I do want to say that is one of my favorite episodes I, we have ever I recorded I honestly think about I, I've uh, gone back and listened to it a couple times I sound so sad it's hilarious <laughs> I'm just like why did they make it so bad I don't understand. It's so funny. It's so The unapologetic Raylo fan of... Oh, God. It's so brutal. (laughs) But if Um, you could explain to 2018, Mike, like, no, don't do it. Don't get your hopes up. It's going to suck. There's going to be some absolute... You're going to think... I can only tell you so much. Something good... There's going to be some good stuff coming up. You're going to think it's this thing. It's not. It's the other one. The one that you don't think you'll care about is... That's the one you should care about instead. Uh, did we do a... Uh, we did a thing for Obi-Wan, right? We recorded that. We, we did We did God. do that's a... What we should have done. We should have gone back to just saying... Not even go back to Rise of Skywalker. But our Obi-Wan thing that we did earlier this year. Like, <sighs> I think I've joked about this. Like, I legitimately want a congressional investigation to figure out how... <laughs> the same studio that produced 
that has produced Andor produce something as like like scientifically as mid as Obi-Wan is for like, 245 million dollars yeah like Andor is just is spectacular like Emmy award winning television actually yeah I, I, I'll agree with that I, I, I'll stand by that the Acad- if the Academy don't give Andor a nod um one, they're not to be taken seriously on the best of days, but this this will seal the deal beyond beyond a shadow of that. Like, oh, you actually just don't care about art being made, I guess. And it's just like the. I mean, there's like so many things we could dig into here. Like, you, the, we don't have to. You could go listen to the podcast, a uh, a more civilized age, because they, they do, do it so much better than we could ever ever. Ever to ever just go check out more so a more civilized age. There, have, there's our hatred of Star Wars, the and then there's their hatred of Star Wars, <laughs> and they they have it. They have their hatred down to a fine science, and it's a love hate. The love yes. hate of they know like, Star Wars could be better. It just hasn't been for a long like, time. Andor being a show that plays in, like plays with like leftist theory and like all mm-hmm. the different trickle down effects of a fascist government and what that kind of means for how people act and culture and oh it's just it's so thoughtfully created in like these in these ways like I just saw a really great kind of analysis someone put together today of like a lot of the like the clothing like design where it's like people in the kind of core of the empire or like really like kind of in the weeds like Mon Mothma the Imperials are all like have very like turtlenecky kind of like very up on the neck like costuming yeah and like Andor and a lot of other uh, the kind of like Vel, other rebellion characters do not have this in, in any of their costuming, which is just like, oh, it's so rich. It, it's very oh. much like high end. What if Hugo Boss designed these outfits? Type of uh-huh. fashy, fashy, fash clothing style. It's the, just, and every little thing is like that, and just. I mean, there's just some true, like, home run acting happening. There's the set pieces alone. Like, the way, I won't say what, but the way there's a certain rooms in episodes, we'll say, uh, 9 and 10. The way those rooms are designed, like, those are really smartly designed for a certain way. spend a lot of time knowing how those places work. Yes! Yes! God, then, th- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go berserk tomorrow. I <laughs> I'm going to be inconsolable. Is if it's it be- good or bad? Like, I just, if even if it's good or bad, what if have- they what if they nail the landing, right? What if they do it? What if, and what? It, it's either <sighs> they nail the landing. Or we have a fake out like in Mandalorian's episode, oh. the last episode, where like Red Five comes in, and it's me looking at the TV going, "Don't do this. You're better than this. Please don't do this." They're not better than this. They were that's not what better. Some people. That's what's the fun. That it's like, and that's what some people. That's like all they want from. Star that's it. They're like, oh, that's the guy from the thing I like. The it's member berries. It's just like, no, you don't. It's like, like, you, our, you... like our sweet theory boy said, you do not, you know, oppression outpaces our ability to understand it. You and... see the metal hand come out of the robe and you see the green lightsaber and it's just me in the corner like, stop! Stop! You don't if have you, to do this! Clapped, if you clapped when that happened, you are oppressed and you do not understand it yet, but I will free you. <laughs> we will free you on this podcast. 
Oh, it happened. I, I do know. Just DM I, me on my Twitter. I'll send you some literature. The good literature, we'll, the good we'll stuff. We'll talk. We'll talk. I do want to say for those people that did Jedi actually like. It's 100%. 1000%. If, if there's anything that George Lucas did not stick the landing on, it was his very clear message in their prequels that the Jedi were also bad guys. They were just yes. a different type of bad guy. But he, that landing, he he like three out of ten that landing. He like did like the the pull the pumble horse pull vault, yeah, and he like, like broke his ankle on the he way. He would have won the competition had he nailed it, but he, he, <laughs> he you know, wanged his nuts right on the. Uh, on, on the ball, like, so. um, I Josh, you're just, uh, Star Wars stalling. Yeah, I said I like I like how I I step away for a few minutes to tend to baby, and I come back, and somehow we have we have gotten back into the Star Wars talk. And oh, we we literally said Josh is gone. Talk and <laughs> exactly what we did. Uh, so if you want to go back and listen to this recording, you can. But yes, <laughs> we we we, fin we finished out the last episode, so we could probably close out. Josh, do you want to do your closeout? Oh spiel? my god, no! But you know what? If you want to hear my closeout spear, you know where you can find it. Where? God damn it! <laughs> Unscriptedgaming.com. You can find links to everywhere we are on the internet. Uh, you can find all of our YouTube for our different shows. You can find our Facebook, Unscripted Game Podcast. We're on Twitter for the moment, at Unscript underscore gaming, until that goes down <laughs> in a flaming pile of dog shit. Um, you can get us on all of the major streaming platforms, Apple, Google, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Thank you for listening to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. Uh, my name is Ray. My name is Mike. Peace.